People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Have you tried the Name Your Price tool yet? It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to find a rate that works for you. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive. Get your quote today at Progressive.com and see why four out of five new auto customers recommend Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right, good evening and welcome along to the Day Trippers, the Monday Club podcast in association with Skillzone Sandyford. Up next, we have an advertisement from our sponsors. So, Kevin, what would you say your main skills are? Um, rugby, soccer, Gaelic, tennis, climbing, basketball, shooting, golf, baseball and hanging tough. Test your sports skills at Skillzone, Ireland's first multi-sports indoor circuit. Be the first to get 100 points and you'll also win €10,000. Skillzone Sandyford. See skillzone.ie. T's and C's apply. So, uh, anyway, there's the advertisement from the, the sponsors, um, Skillzone. Get down to Skillzone, Sandyford, great spot to go for like a stag party or a bit of a crack with the lads or, of course, the World Games, if you fancy taking on some of those events that are there. Um, up tonight in the podcast, we talk about Coutinho, we talk about um, the squad, we talk about the season ahead, we look at the Champions League and we also see why Andy thinks we're going to win the league and the Champions League double in the same time and also what your favourite um, song will be and there's going to be just random stuff all over the shop with this because, let's be frank, these podcasts podcasts are a load of shite when there's no Liverpool matches to talk about so anyway keep listening and tell all your friends to come and listen to us as well um, so in tonight we've got Shawnee FC we've Andy with steve and we have myself and if you're looking at the Periscope you would have seen loads of crack that went on and uh, so here's a quote and God knows where the podcast starts first of all I want to talk about Coutinho I want to talk about yeah. him right, so we asked the question about Coutinho I know, and I asked our listeners Stephen shut up <laughs> we asked um, people who are watching this to ask us questions and then they asked us shut up Shut up, Stephen. <laughs> shut up, Stephen, with your questions from listeners <laughs> and viewers. Lads, not, uh, oh, I want question. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a question, <laughs> if you've got a question, come on the pod. Otherwise, fuck off. Leave me alone. Um, anyway, I know I didn't ask viewers for questions. That was Jamie. I did. So Jamie isn't I here. Did. So I told fuck him off. To get involved with us tonight. Try oh. some questions. All oh, right, grand. Yeah, because I, I, I love viewer interaction. Um, right, so continue, lads. The overall situation, I want to talk, we can come back to where he goes in against City at the end of it, but mm. the overall situation, we've been left in a position where um, he hasn't he hasn't gone, he's still part, still a footballer at the club. Um, we we will, how do you how do you address this? As a manager, the, the lads last night were on, on the fat back four, because they're all fat, um, more or less <laughs> said that they more or less haven't let, let him straight back into the squad, except Grizz, who, who knew a few things. <laughs> About it, and he said that uh, he thinks that Klopp will actually sort of alienate him for a bit. How would you address it? How would I address it? Was the manager? And yeah, uh, just put him straight back in. 
Straight back in. No nonsense. Straight back in. You wouldn't yeah. though, Andy. What? You wouldn't. What do you mean I wouldn't? You wouldn't do that. You're just saying you're saying that because you're not the manager. But if you had twenty four, twenty five other players to handle who are looking at somebody who down tools, faked injury, said he wanted out, yeah, threw I, the toys out of the pram. You're making a lot of assumptions there. <laughs> so he didn't fake an injury? Well, he might have had an agreement with Klopp that that's the way they were going to play it out. That yeah, but it did. wasn't a healthy uh, situation for the, for the squad at the time. So, yeah, why would you play, yeah, well, why would you play it that way? Why wouldn't you just keep know. on playing football until you got your move? Like because Klopp, well, no, because Klopp wants... Uh, Klopp wants everyone committed his head's torn so he doesn't want them around that's another possibility like we don't know like a lot of the stuff that came out was Barcelona driven the agent driven Coutinho is not going to come out and say and disrupt all that all Bodo Emi agents lying he still wants his move I'd say he's embarrassed about the whole situation yeah. so um, he's no choice now like as the lads were saying last night that Klopp does hold all the cards so he has to try and do his best to reverse the situation and make it as best possible for him until he does get the mail, whether it's next summer or it's July. It does look like uh, it does look like bars put a bit of pressure on him though, doesn't it? The way yeah. it all, the way it all, they always do. The way it all like well, they tried to do the same thing was, with Dembele. The only like I, I had absolutely no problem with Coyne Coutinho doing what he was doing. At the start the the timing was poxy, like the day before the first game of the season. Like yeah. not the best time it's it was happening. No. Um from what Charlie had said on BT, like it seems like Barca turned around and gave Coutinho an ultimatum and I think that's what put the shits up him made him panic make him basically said like it's now or never it's now you or don't never come now. so I think that's why Coutinho but then when like he fakes injury before like the two biggest games the Champions League games now like you said we don't know Andy but well, the, the, well, the injury, we only assume yeah, the, another thing that came out is and you take that with a pinch of salt as well the reason FSG released a statement to say that he wasn't leaving because the scans came back and showed that there was actually nothing wrong with his back and they just wanted to block wherever was was coming because they obviously said mm. look if there's nothing nothing wrong with him and he doesn't want to play that's not a good sign yeah. because like when it, I think was it the Leicester pre-season game or the Bayern pre-season game one of the uh, when he well, when it, when it all like start kind of dripping through the, that the, the, first the, the Dublin one the Dublin one was the first time he was injured when was the first bid though the first bid was after that first bid didn't come till the he injury started till the ball, what, till like the he looked like he looked like yeah. the unfly who you just told that Santa Claus isn't real anymore like yeah. and he we was have walking around listener Sean and we'd like to retract that comment like, that's just figure of speech <laughs> yeah. no but he did look like he was walking around with um like there was something wrong with him and I think one of, I think Steve Brown said it, he is the type of player who does play like football owes him something like he doesn't really he's not like Salah like every time you look at the fucker he's he's ear to ear grinning walking around like when he's got like Coutinho does seem like a grumpy little bastard no he was like he was like that grinning like if you go back to when Rogers was in charge and it's only really last season I think we've seen the kind of difference in his body language I know everyone tried to make a lot out of body language but it's it it's visible out, it turns out yeah. he may actually have been a little bit unhappy I know he signed in a contract extension in January yeah. but that who's not going to sign a contract extension to get more money and it did us a favour because it made our bargaining power to prevent him leaving so he did his favour signing but at the same time he hasn't looked as happy self he probably is a pain in his bollocks yeah and I you just know, think like know. the show coming from Brazil then like Neymar saying great anguish and all like get fucking Omra mate like do you mm. know what I mean like it's not like he's on buttons he's he's playing in a team that, yeah. that we're not we're not shy do you yeah. know what I mean this isn't like the the 14-15 team where we are going into the Champions League and the squad was all over the gaff yeah. like and Suarez okay. was at the leave we're going in the right direction mm. and I understand yeah. he wants to leave yeah. but 
Look, he owes us at least one more season, you think? Yeah, everybody has to understand that if you're if you're outplaying the rest of your team and a club, massive upgrade, a club who's probably always dreamed of playing has attracted, has... Yeah. Like, you can't, you he's never, on the radar. Yeah. You can't prevent them, prevent them wanting something. I you'd mean, never we've all, we've all wanted things in life. You know you'd I mean? never you can't have to, you, Things you can't have and to be prevented like that, you're going to be pissed off. Yeah. Can I ask, like, why why would we let him walk straight back into the team? Now, I hear the, I hear the argument that, you know, he's probably our second best player in the hold up. Let's look at that team as an attacking force. Yeah. He's going to be brought in as an attacking, yeah. an attack player, right? <sighs> the way the team has played over the last three games, yeah. who are you dropping for him? The City game, right? We, we can get away and not put him back in, but I think a game like Burnley at home, the next home game, mm. that'll be the type of game where we need Coutinho. When there's two banks of four, and we need him to to break them down. I actually, the Burnley game is, is probably one I'd say of all the teams that are going to, they're probably going to come and have a go at us. Like they're not like, Deutsch's teams tend to to, to try to try. They, they, they be the type of games where we're going to need a player like Coutinho, like with the, to, now in fairness going forward, we haven't missed them. This is my point. Now, that's not to say we're not a better team without him in there, but we haven't missed them. I think Lallana has a bigger impact impact in those games where we're playing against rubbish teams. Oh, Coutinho's won us more games though. <laughs> Shock emoji. Catino's one of them. Loads of them. Uh, so you're just saying shit to stir the shite basically to, to get things going. I understand that. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not sure. Absolute I'm, I'm bollocks. Being, I'm being, no, I'm being Coutinho's genuine. one is an awful lot of points. You're not being genuine. I am being genuine. You're not. I am, because if, he, if Coutinho's going into a role where he's playing in the centre... I many, many years. I am. You're not being genuine. I am. I think it'd be hard you to... Think that I, don't want Coutinho, I, I, I want to see Coutinho's career rot away now, though. Oh, yeah, but forget all of that. You're saying that Adam Lallana is more influential in those sort of games. You're genuinely saying this, not just for the sake of a reaction, which you're getting, or just <laughs> for a bit of crack. <laughs> look you're at saying it. Look look I'm look I know, I know. So I'm asking him out straight. You think Adam Lallana... Because I'd like to get these things on record. you on your <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking you out straight, live now, are you saying that you think Adam Lallana is more influential? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great show. I do. In those games, yes, I do. I think he breaks the lines better. Right. Well, you're using yeah. death terms now as well, are we? Yeah. yeah. Breaking lines. Breaking the lines! With the low, against like the low block. Against the low block. Against the low block. Like, this is block. like Fox Sports Network fucking if you, upper body strikes. If you, if you think of the only game I can ever remember Lallana playing in, the one where he won against Norwich and he scored in the 900 minute, it was like, that's what he's good for. Those teams that what's just... The, what's, what's the concern if he brings them back in that that the rest of the squad go, oh, like, Klopp's an easy touch, I'm going to keep Yeah, that's now. good, also, but I don't think... I don't think that happens. I, no. I, for me, as I said, look, it's a personal thing now. Coutinho went on strike, he faked the injury. That, to me, is just, like, that's un- unforgivable, right? Suarez, if you want to compare it to the Suarez, Suarez just came out straight and said, I want to leave. Yeah. Right? And when, he was, when his band went up, he went straight back into the team. He didn't and go on strike. Muck. He could have done anything. He ran Could a muck. Yeah, he ran but, a muck. Yeah, and, and, and ran a muck instead. Do you know what the, the, the shy thing is? Like this, before all this came out, like this was the year where I was expecting Coutinho to be an absolute menace mm. and to, to earn his move away. Yeah, I thought I actually thought we'd get in with our season now. I think everybody you know, thought I that. I think, yeah. See, I need that happening. I thought he still wasn't ready for Barca, but shit's just gone downhill at Barca, and they, they desperately need him now. Yeah. Um, oh, just it's shy that he he wasn't there when. Like, although we did need him for the, the Champions League qualifiers, had they have gone wrong, 
Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we, he, he would have been one of the players to turn down. And we are lo- yeah. lucky enough to say now that we, 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 we coped around. Let's, let's bring in the viewers again here, because P. Stanley123 has said, you don't think getting paid 200 grand a week and missing our most important games when fit is not oh, wrong. Oh, it's wrong. It's 100% wrong. It is wrong. But at the end of the day, Steve, are we going to just let him sit there and rot on the bench? No, no one's saying let him sit and rot on the bench, but the club have made a stance. You are, sorry, you are. And some other people I wouldn't even put him on the bench. But stick him in Enrique's pit that's still somewhere. Here's the thing, right? The club have made a stance. Give the number 10. (laughs) The the club haven't made a stance of not selling him for the sake of putting him in the reserve. They've made a stance to show that Liverpool aren't going to be a selling club. This isn't even about Coutinho. No. This is about saying we're not going to have other clubs coming in and cherry picking our best players the season we finally get back into the Champions League after a few years out and that's why it was done and I'm sure things will be smoothed out I'm sure Klopp and him will iron things out very quickly he might spend a game or two without a look in if he fizzes one in the top corner on Saturday morning, a lot of people will be... Yeah. Everyone will forgive him, but yeah. he's not going to just come back in like that. He no. hasn't trained. No, Klopp, I, Klopp, I don't believe he will come back in. Klopp doesn't tend to work that way from what we've seen. And from what you can see so far is he hasn't trained with the club Obviously, what will happen is Klopp is going to assess his attitude in training. That's yeah, what I reckon anyway. Yeah. But so, he's not going to have enough time to and, yeah. assess it because so he's only back on Thursday. a couple of weeks. Yeah. So if Klopp sees he's employing himself and... It's it's like the Coutinho of old. Well, then he'll integrate him into the squad. Oh, why if wouldn't not, he? Yeah. If not, yeah. well, then it's something. Yeah, wait until his attitude is right. And then yeah. well, anyway, lads, back this week we've got a match ahead of us against Manchester City, um, and this is the podcast. See that Andy, do you see, see the way we do those cut type of things. Yeah, you see my cut. Oh no, you sat back. You were back. And then you like jumped back in just yeah. in time. Yeah. That was very impressive. Model professional. Model professional. Model professional. That's how you do. He's been he's been getting a lot of tips off Miriam O'Callaghan. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I can see it. I can see it in your stance, your posture, yeah. everything. Yeah. The same colour hairs are as well. Yeah, but two grazers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you pick that shoulders, then yeah. Andy, 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 for the record. Andy, for the record, the fat four lads wanted him. He what? nearly jumped. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. I said yesterday that you're the oldest of us all. Yeah, I'm only the baby. Do you want, do you want, do you want to clarify sure. this? What age are you? I don't know. 36? I don't know. <laughs> like, what age are you? I don't know. I don't know. Ask me, man. Stop counting years yeah. ago. And so how are you the baby? After Sean. Yeah. How old are you? 35. Fuck off. Yeah, seriously. Look at this fucking grey hair. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so. <laughs> so why are you, you're trying yeah. to make out why like you was, look young. I didn't say that. And young just, boy name, young boy nature. <laughs> That's because you get your eyebrows waxed and all that. No, I tweezed them myself. Tweezed them myself. You don't even shave your balls. What's the story there? You shave. Still, you still have your confirmation. <laughs> you still have your confirmation pubes down there. Give me grief. Right. So, so Andy, you're thirty six. Mm. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to put it in order of ages and stuff in, in the group. Who's I think Ray is the eldest. You're the, uh, yeah, Ray is Ray, the eldest. Forty two. Well, before I do it. <laughs> Resurrected, died, resurrected, died, and resurrected again. Um, I'm the next one, I think. I'm 40. Yeah. Then Damo. Then Damo, yeah, he's 40 as well. And then, like, who's Damo? This isn't live, is it? It is, yeah. Yeah. We're doing a live podcast now. We yeah. do, yeah, the first bit live. Do you not remember not all really. the things you were doing the last few weeks? No, no. I don't be minding. You don't be drunk when he shows up. Any guards out there, if you wanted to do an old <laughs> checkpoint outside <laughs> the Astro Park, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Anyway, look, uh, moving on, we, we, we mentioned it there. In, in, oh, here's Razor. In Razor's the, joined. Oh, that's great. Hi, Ray. Yeah. Um, in 
that mentioned the last our squad depth looking at the squad that we have in front of us you know the, the transfer windows are over, uh, closed we said there was no point talking about the squad until we got to September the 4th this is the first pod since September yeah. the 4th um, Stephen how, how do you feel about the squad where, where, is, where to you is the strongest well where, where like they say obviously a squad is as strong as its weakest links so looking Did at it, the deal, yeah. Who says that? Who's Phil? Who said it? You're, on, you're only, you're only as good as your. Well, I have player. multiple personalities, yeah. so they're all saying it to me. Yeah, they're all telling tell them at the minute. That sounds like something that Lawrence would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they say you're only as strong. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably be funny Hello. about it, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Stephen, where do I feel? Um, well, I'm disappointed I, we didn't sign another centre half. Uh-huh. I am just because I think we will. Re- I I hope we don't, but it's quite possible we could regret it at some point between now and Christmas. Maybe the club's intention is that between now and Christmas they try and smooth things over with Southampton away from um, the media, fucking away from the media, away from the transfer window being open. And when it comes to January, they're looking and saying, "Listen, we have the centre backs there now to get us from from now till January with the four yeah. players we have, and let's try and try and bring Van Dijk in." There's no fear about him being cup tied with regards to Champions League or any of that shit. So they might get the work done then. Hopefully. In saying that, we haven't signed anybody in this January. 2013 was the last time we signed a player that was actually coming in. We signed Grujic, who was coming in the summer, yeah. but 2013, Coutinho and Sturridge. I think. Well, Am I right in saying that? Colcar, I think, they, as well. Was a long no, time. not Coutinho and Sturridge. Sorry, I tell a lie on that. That was the year before. And Klopp has always said that the players he wanted weren't available. Yeah. We know that uh, Van Dijk, he wants Van Dijk. He wants... Yeah. So if he, if he is available, then there's every chance he's going. Well, Lamar, Lamar, but it looks like Lamar is Coutinho's replacement. In the summer. Yeah. But uh, coming back to our squad, uh, and, and the reason I ask you this, Stephen, because we've had many a conversation and many discussion around squad and yeah. the type of thing, especially in the transfer window, how we should approach signings and the whole lot, right? Your biggest thing has been for the last two or three years was that you don't sign squad players, you sign force team players, and your force team players then become your squad players, yeah. and that makes your squad stronger. Now, looking at this window, have we done it the way you wanted it to be done, or are you still looking at, at, at instances of us buying a squad player as opposed to improving the force team? I think Oxley Chamberlain is probably the only squad player we've bought in the sense that Andy up till up till you know Moreno's fucking renaissance, renaissance yeah, um, we didn't have a recognised left back. So Andy Robertson, regardless of what way you look at it, had to have been viewed as a first team signing because yeah. he's a recognised left back a sc- uh, an international player it's still fancy so, him to make that yeah, position over time, I, over time yeah. but even if he doesn't I don't care because it means that Moreno's playing well enough to be in there so that's fine uh, Salah is without question a first team player and, and, a, and an upgrade on what we had there um, Oxley chamberlain I don't think is um, but and I didn't want him signed I was quite vocal about that but we've signed him now so you have to give him a, you have to give him a clean slate and you have to say, whatever he did with Arsenal, whatever views you had on him as a player and what your feelings were as to why we shouldn't sign him or should sign him, he gets a clean slate now to see why was he signed by Klopp. Mm. Klopp clearly has an idea for him, clearly sees a place for him in the squad and in the team. So give him a chance to come into that team and do whatever he can do. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't come up to the grade, then so the, be it. The, the promising thing is that a lot of Klopp signings have actually turned out to be good. Yeah. Like A lot of people didn't agree with the signing of Mane. He's been electric. Yeah. Voinaldum, good in spots, but when he's good, he's really good. Yeah, like, absolutely. Carrius has struggled, but every other signing, you could basically say, like, it's more or less worked out. Like, we've Solanke, who's just replaced Origi as well. Mm. I think we're better off now than we were at this stage last year. I just think that the, the shit thing <laughs> is, we're still, like, an injury from Matip or Lovren away from having Clavan in our back four. 
Yeah. And uh, that's the worrying thing for me. Well, and up, about up, boys, up, and, up until two weeks ago, everyone was 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 calling for Clavin to be in ahead of Lovren. Well, these things change, Phil. But at the end of the day, like it still wouldn't have Clavin. Okay. Even as your far choice centre back, hypothetically, he played way too many games last Andy, year. Andy, asking you there because you are a positive type of guy when it comes to these type of things. But like, are you happy enough with that squad? Would you have liked? Obviously, everyone wants a different. Would have liked another centre back. Yeah. But is that the only area that you feel that we're deficient in, or is there something else we should really yeah, address? Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I would have said that we needed a left back. Probably expected a, a more recognised or a mm. better left back than Robertson. I'll always. Could turn out to be a great player. So far, so good. Like the game he did play, and I like the I like the look of him. Looking back at his games, what will he look like? The type of come hard to make. The type of uh, of centre back or left back that we needed. So after that, like Salah's looking looks like a, a great sign, and um, yeah. I never felt we needed a, a sentiment failure. I think I'd be disappointed to see when Aldum or Chan or Henderson drop down the pecking order. I think they're three very good sent, uh, sentiment failures. And then in, in the kind of 10 role, we can we have Lalana and we have Coutinho to play. So all the way up there, like I think we're quite we're quite strong. It's only at the back here where you look, there's a few gambles, like whether with with uh, Klein out now, we're gambling on Gomez turning into a right back. We're depending on Trent improving a lot as a right back. They're not they're not right backs. Yep. You know what I mean? So, and then in the middle, obviously, was the the area I would have, I felt we probably needed to buy two centre backs mm. and just being Clavin all together. See, I, I look at it and I, I say that the, the for me, the next man in, if 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 Lovren and Matip say picked up an injury, is you're going to lose Emery Chan out of the midfield because he's going to go and play centre back. Yep. Well, I think I still think Clavin and um, and don't Gomez know. are ahead of him. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't. I, I, I don't. Option. I don't get the sense, I, and I'm still. This is the bit that the problem for me is. I don't get the sense that Klopp um, sees Gomez yet as a centre back. He's been. He's been. Too, he's, he, every time he's wanted to put him in, he's tried to put him in as a fullback. And he's he, done well though. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I, I thought he did. I thought. I thought he did very well in his last game. Yes. I thought looking at the last game, that was the best I've seen Gomez play in a long time. Right, yeah. and, I, and I was really happy with his performance. But at the same time, I'm looking at it saying. Will he push him inside to centre back? Right, if he's grooming him to be backup right back, let's say right or mm. whatever it is, um, or alternate and, and the right back, they're two different positions. Mm. So then, if you ask him to sit back inside, you ask him to 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 change his mindset and change the way he's going to play. Yeah. Now, I'd prefer to see him, but so many centre backs anyway start as full backs and then move into into the centre, right? Yeah, which is, and, which is quite and, so, and like it, a lot of players start at right back. Yeah, Gerrard started at right back and he moved into the middle of the park. Mm. That's going to happen. You have Milner Trent, who can win there Trent is going yeah. to, uh, so he's going to move on. So at the moment we've got kind of got two makeshift right backs yeah. to cover that spot. The client has vacated now. Ch- with injury Chamberlain for, played his best football for Arsenal as a centre back, as a right forward last year, as a right forward as well. So, so that's yeah, that's a, that's another option. Mm. So um, the 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 only places we're lacking is centre back. I feel like really badly. Most like clients going to come back eventually, and I'm I'm hoping we're taking a bit of a gamble on the other two right back. I think we're taking a huge back. Yeah. yeah, we're probably taking a gamble at left back as well. It's fair to say, but Moreno, mm-hmm. like, and then hopefully Robertson, Robertson come in and take mm-hmm. him to slack if if need be. You can put Milner back there as well. There's That's a few options. But um, there is that thing where it doesn't really fucking matter who's playing centre back for us the way we play. Yeah, yeah. 
we're still we're still there. Well, it, it, and that that sort of brings me onto the logic of, of of potentially using one of your centre midfielders as a centre back, right? The way we want to play is more akin to a high a centre midfielder or a defensive centre midfielder, because we try to play so high, because mm. we're trying to defend spaces that are behind us. Centre midfielders are used to trying to defend a ball over the top or a ball in behind them because they're always turning and going out to attack the ball or whatever. Chan- we we Chan- were we were playing that way. Yeah, the high line. It's it's a little bit different now. We're trying to break get our chances out early and we're not like fanning the ball across the, the opposition's 18 yard for ages we're putting the balls in a bit earlier we're trying to do the get to the boy line quicker yep. we're trying all that earlier so you lose the ball and then the other team unless they're complete bottlers they sit back mm-hmm. you know they come, they come sorry they come on and then the team retreat they get into position so it should be a little bit tighter it's just when we are all bombing forward we can't get we can't get quite exposed, but I feel like I feel that this is a safer defensive strategy by just counter attacking. It's yeah. down to one it's thing. It's the best though, about worlds, really. You know, like does Club C like see? It depends how you look at it because if if Club C is this team having enough to get them through to January, then I agree. I think we have the squad to get through to January, and then he brings in a reinforcement. But history will tell you we don't sign in January. So is he looking at this? as a team to take him through all the way until the end of the season or the January. So if it's January, I think we have enough bodies. If it's till the end of the season, I think we will we will struggle big time. Okay, um look that 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 that's one part of it because to be quite frank there's there's not much to talk about last weekend so we're just trying to fill space to be honest with you. Well here's it's let's talk about January then. I know it's a while off because we're only starting the season. Hang on, will I ring Grizz and see what's going on? Yeah, well if we get a bit of info from him, we'll, we'll, we'll he has been on the fucking money also. He, I tell you the one thing about him is the amount I of doubt him at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> I can't believe but the way Van, the way we brought Van Dyke in yeah. and the way we brought Kata in to, to play this season. Well I can't wait to see Kata play against City now. Yeah, well there's a after that seven million pound bid was accepted that's what does in, a, does in the whole Milner being a midfielder new, like a new midfielder make a little bit more sense now that look no cl- no it doesn't no, no it's it a does. terrible thing no, to say doesn't. he didn't say he's like a new no. midfielder he said he's like a new signing yeah but what it is it's an is, awful awful thing to Klopp's say Klopp's not going to just sign a player to be a stop if Rogers so. said that you'll be going endless there that because Rogers is a prick but see there's, <laughs> there's a yeah. difference I won't be going because I don't like Rogers. I think it's a huge gamble I think going into the season the way we've gone into is a huge gamble I think signing uh, Chamberlain and not signing a centre back is 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 madness why is signing Chamberlain madness though like I can understand no, so it's signing was, Chamberlain was centre back is but, madness. But, but signing, I, I, signing Chamberlain didn't affect those getting the centre back. We signed Chamberlain. We signed Chamberlain, right, to fill no position in the fourth team, but to give us an option on the bench or give us an option in the squad. Yet we don't have a robust centre back amongst the four that we have. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, well, I, feel yeah I feel it'd be madness though if Klopp turned around and said, "Well, look, I couldn't get a centre back because they brought in Chamberlain," but that wasn't the case. Like Simon Chamberlain didn't so you're affect. You're telling me there's, there's no centre back in Europe that was better than the four that we have at the moment. Uh, there's no centre back in Europe that Klopp wanted more than Van Dijk. Yeah, and it's as simple as that. But that he is wanted, my point. He didn't want the centre back. He wanted Van Dijk. Exactly. It's a case it where boy, he wanted Van Dijk and it, same it, it, way he wanted Keita and he didn't sign. That's why there was no. It makes sense now. There was no alternatives to Keita and Van Dijk because he didn't want anyone else. And he was willing to wait to yeah. get to cater, and I think it's the same with Van Dijk, and that's what. I, we're doing. I think, and you, 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 you think where. that's a good. You think that's a good move. No, I think that's a, a manager knowing exactly what he wants and not buying players for the sake of it. So, what's the point in having a sporting director? Then? I don't know. Okay. If, well, the, uh, hang on a second. The, the sporting director 
is a sporting director it's doesn't not have him, a, Phil. Well, it's not that a sporting director doesn't have to have a set uh, role exactly so, it, it's so not the all sporting him. director is supporting the manager that's what the sporting what the club director is there to in. do is that any player that they do sign they will come through me so club, they're obviously coming to the club saying, well, here's an alternative. And he, it seems to me he just says, I want Keita and I want Van Dijk. Yeah. There's no alternatives. And we were all saying, what the fuck is he being stubborn for? And before we signed Keita, everyone was going, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But now it's apparent. Look, I'll get Keita in next year. He'll come in. He'll yeah. be that midfielder that I need. He, like, like you said, Lamar is Coutinho's replacement. Possibly. And we're still interested. So what's to say we're not trying to toy that deal all on out for the summer? How good you know would it be I mean? if, if after five years of signing nobody in January you went out and got brought Kate in early, bought Lamar mm. and the, bought Van Dijk? Exactly. And, and that's, that's three signings that you go, if we're in the running in January and we go and do that. A lot of people bang on about net spend. Like I've seen that thing today. Like Since clubs come in, his, his net spend has been 29 million. And for how he's transformed... Yeah. Or an average per season. No, on total. On total. So... Yeah. How he's transformed that team in that amount of time with that little spe- expenditure. Well, and Arsenal's explain me. It's I, unbelievable. I'm not explain, asking you to explain. Phil, there's not another, but that's the thing. There's not another Sean, manager in the top four point that Sean, could do that. Sean, I'm asking you a question. As a fan, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I didn't ask you on here to explain Klopp's opinion to me. I'm asking it for your opinion. Should we have signed a centre back? Yes, of course. Okay, so Klopp's wrong. Yeah. But that's he's gambling in the past. I don't, want an, I don't want an explanation. I just asked you a question. But who the fuck am I to tell Klopp? I don't think Klopp's wrong. Okay. Who am I to tell Klopp that he's wrong? Like, what the fuck do I know well, at the end that, of the day? That, again, you ha- you're entitled to have an opinion. Yeah, but my... And what happens at the end of the season if we don't achieve what we're, we're set up to Then achieve? Klopp stands accountable for his actions, which was not signing the centre-half or but not But you were saying whatever. the same all last year. In Jan- after January when we didn't sign anyone, what happens if we don't make top four? And we fucking Phil, did. Like, just to do. We, we, but we, we did. Haven't, we just haven't had it... All right. We haven't won the league in 30 years or something nearly, right? Mm-hmm. Klopp's in the club two years mm-hmm. and he has a contract extension of a billion years now. <laughs> yeah, he's there till 2082. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't need exactly. a league this year. We're desperate for a league. So we, we need Van Dijk now. We need Naby Keita now. We he need has a plan. Lampard we're we're, thinking, we're thinking, thinking of City on Saturday. He's thinking to himself of a young team, of a young squad, like if players like Trent coming up and you know you know your players that he might use in the future down the line and he's also and he's also got two players in mind Van Dijk three players in mind Van Dijk Lamar and Naby Keita who thinks he fits in perfect into his jigsaw if he if he, he'd be happy enough to he might be happy enough to get to, to have a good run in the Champions League get forward again Fort's not going to be that hard to achieve this year either and then next year... Fort's not going to be that hard to achieve this year. Right now in a second. Oh, oh, pre-planned answer. He's walked us into that one, hasn't he? Um, Which I, I, I don't see how it's going to be any easier than last no, year. I think okay. it's going to be more there's, difficult. Got, there's, four, the there's four positions. At the start of the season, you would have said there were six teams that was going to get one of them four, right? Yeah. Arsenal are, Arsenal are pretty fucked. I've heard Arsenal and Tottenham being written off for every season for the last six seasons. And, and, Arsenal, six seasons. and Arsenal didn't get it last year. And that's the first oh, time exa- in 20 years. the situation's even worse now. Well, that's right. You have, admit, you have to admit, Arsenal are a bag of shit at the moment. This they are an absolute bag at of the shit. Moment. But Phil, nobody, in that, nobody wants to play for Arsenal at the okay. moment. The okay. best players want to live. Okay, we'll see. Right. Anyway, the point being, there's... there's there's five teams now that can get top four, I believe. Mm-hmm. Spores are quality, but I think we're better. They're playing in Wembley, which might, might hinder them a lot. Might? Might. Well, am I? It doesn't... Yeah, we're, it's, we're, it's, you're, not, you're not convincing me. Now, 
playing in Wembley will hinder us this season. But will us not having Champions League football not hinder us because we didn't have to deal with Champions League or European football last year? No, of course we will. So then we've got issues. Well, Phil, yeah, Phil, but we're, 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 we look better now than we did last year, Phil. Phil there's, we there's haven't two. played Champions League football for over the course of three or four months, which takes the wear and tear on a squad. Yeah, and now we now we, we almost have two quality players in every position. You could put you could write down two teams, which are quite quite good. It's, it's six it's six games over eight weeks is all it is. That's all it is. It's six yeah. games over eight weeks. So it's a, like I, I hear the Champions League story going out and out and out all the time. Oh, it's a it's a big ask. We've added to that squad, yeah. and you're talking about. Well, injuries are chance. There's no way for us to say whether we will or won't get injuries. So if we are in a situation where we don't have injuries to our main two centre-halves, everywhere else on that pitch, if we're we, well stacked. If we yeah. are as, in my opinion, if we are yeah. as unlucky yeah. this year as we were last season with injuries, we will struggle. Yeah, but that's okay. Like, every, everybody can have a season like that. Yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? The, the, biggest, the biggest concern for me, I think they have two good players in every position. With, with apart, apart from the, the two centre-backs area, yeah. you should have four competent lads that can come in and out. The biggest problem is the lack of preparation for the, for the league game at the weekend. Yeah. So we've, we've six games now before Christmas that we're coming back and playing a league game straight after with no preparation. That could cause us problems. But in every but team, then again, every every other, t- every team, there's five teams and English teams in the Champions League this year, and they're all yeah, and they're all fighting for the exact same thing. The only one that aren't in it is Arsenal. They're in the Europa League. They and still that's have even to, worse again. They still have to go away to poxy countries, yeah. you know, and they're not going to fancy it. I think Klopp will prioritise getting top four again, and next year if he has Van Dijk, Lamar, and uh, geez, we're jumping ahead. How do we? How does it even happen? <laughs> but it does look like that Klopp fancies getting in. Um, it's the more important that he, that he gets in the players as opposed to positions. If he had got a different centre back, it means Van Dijk's over. Like you said, if he had got a different centre midfielder, maybe Kate is over. Yeah. Well, he if he had it for, I know right. what you're saying there, but it doesn't have to be the case. We could have I, I, another centre half that comes in now, and then, and then Van Dijk, Van and then Van Dijk is signed, and we four centre halves, and you move Clavin on. Okay, but but time. Just, he has to. He ha- Klopp spends an awful just, lot of time bringing players up to his philosophy, up to his yeah to play the, the way build, he wants yeah. to play. So I you might see it as a, as a complete waste of time. Like he could have done it in January, loads of times. Just, okay. just he could have done it last January, but okay. in his head he was saying, "I want Van Dijk." Okay, I, I want you, I want you to hold those thoughts because right then, what's this man? Right, so look, moving on from the um, what we were talking about there. Yeah, the squad side thing. Looking ahead to the season, okay, we've got, we've got concerns around centre back and, and and the implication it has. And do you think we're going we, we're going to get top four because the other teams that are going to challenge for us have as big as issues as ourselves? Yeah. So be it the Wembley pitch for Tottenham, Arsenal being the Wembley, the Wembley pitch for. I was watching way too much of fucking Galway winning the All Ireland coverage on the television. Every time I turned it on, it was like these mad cultures in a field, fucking going mentlers about a stick game. I was just there. So no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't be dealing with that. I was just like, what's going I have on? Something here? we can talk about at the end. That's the maddest thing I've ever seen. Right. Well, anything to deal with gar people is fucking mad. Um. What anyway, to do with them. Puck for it, yeah. I've never seen that. Have you not seen it? Cunts lashing them all over the hills down. If you think, if you <laughs> and they're like, we have to try to get it to the field in as little as smacks as possible. <laughs> and like, I reckon I'll get it down there in 12 smacks. <laughs> Sean, have you ever seen the throwing the rock down the road competition? Oh, that goes on the, the rock throwing <laughs> bananas. The ball is is it? Yeah. 
Did you ever see it? It's the most yeah, orange yeah. thing ever. Isn't I it? swear to God, it's a competition. Hundreds turn up to watch it. The lads get a stone in their hand, right? No, you can't, you can't, you can't launch it like a. It has to be a roll, isn't it's, it? It's like an underhand. Yeah, you have to roll the stone down the road. Imagine there's some fella in this store. I see Pascal was there oh. now for the last 42 years. He's won the stone throw. He throws a stone like no other man I've ever seen. Cool Cullen used to do it off the back of his horse. <laughs> it's Mad. immense. That's what they say in Cool Cullen's dad. This game's like, who, yeah. the f- who, who told you that? Imagine Cool Cullen there going, what do you play? Uh, he was talking to his mates. Do you want the version of the, the day trip? And, back in the the day, right? and he was going, what, what do you play? You do you know what the matter is? And then like, it, it was on RTE. Like, did you ever see when you do the 24-hour news? I was just sitting there and I was running by. I was on lunch and walk. And I was thinking, these are all like a lot of mad fucking farmers playing it. And the next fall, like, the, the person on the voice offer goes, and this year, because Kilkenny didn't actually get to an All-Ireland final, the goalkeeper who's won 13 All-Irelands the last 15 years decided to come down and give her a go. <laughs> and the cunt was like Elvis Presley standing on the mountain. There was fucking... <laughs> Mountain. The women just running around with their Crowd, tits out. Crowds are down there. Like standing there. I think he greased up and all, and he's there playing smacking the ball over the mountain. Like, and smacking the ball over the mountain. <laughs> if, it goes, if the ball goes in the ball, you have all It's not like you get a pitching wedge. This one's like, it's a man's. Andy, do you reckon we could get smacking the ball with this uh, with the smacking horn? The the ball the, ball no, smacking the ball and all. Smacking the ball and all. We've so many sports to, to for the war games. Yeah, we've did. Like smacking the ball over the mountain be a great war game. And it's actually called yeah. Poke Fodder. Yeah. There's a name Puck for Fodder it. is in the community I think games. it means hit far. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 sorry, Puck Fodder is in the community games. It's an actual thing. Niall Quinn won it in the early... Uh, and if early you don't believe 80s. this, this is Niall Quinn talking here. No, this is an actual fact because my, my mate Stephen Highland actually won the Puck Fodder and on the trophy was Niall Quinn's name and the year he won it. That's a true story. There you go. Is the Puck Fodder not when they do the thing with the go? No, Puck Fodder no, 100% is longest hit. They used to do it down in Mosny for the, for the community games. The longest hit down here. Yeah, Schmidt. that's the Puck. That's the Puck. Lovely Hordland. Yeah. Well, and what was uh, Kill Cullen playing when he hit the ball into the Mickey, Wolf's mouth? Probably. Into the Wolf's mouth? Yeah. He probably. was just filling in the time what in between. Even an Irish tells that show you, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Greece, they have Greek gods who fucking yeah. scrap Thunderbolts yeah. and, and lightning. Break yeah. the earth in half. Oh, there yeah. was a wolf fucking... <laughs> a wolf roaming old town for a few Kill weeks. Cullen fell off the wagon. Was Kill Cullen the giant? Yeah, no, no. Was board who fell, was the giant? His board fell off the wagon Fionn. and whacked the head off the rock. Fionn. Fionn was a little fanny. Fionn McHill. Fionn McHill. Yeah, Fionn McHill was a fanny. He actually... That's what the Giants call That's who Tio Baker is loosely based on yeah. him. <laughs> he fucking is. He Fionn ran away. McCool legged it and pretended to be a baby when the fucking <laughs> big, uh, when the big Scottish Giant came over. The big Scottish Giant came, said, yeah. who's this little cunt Fionn? I'm yeah. going over Irish to Ireland. Joint, I'm going to go over to Ireland and sort that little prick out. If there's any the, uh, old Irish folklore ITKs out there, you need to get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> we can deal with them. Grizzock, McFion, Grizzock, McCannock. Graymo, Graymo, Callick. Graymo, Callick. Doggy O'Hombrick. That's what I call it. <laughs> it's like all them muppets on Facebook who don't want their page to be filmed and yeah. change their name into Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, Phil McHugh, 
pretends to be a baby yeah. when the Scottish joint turns up. Yeah, the Scottish joint was fucking way bigger than Fionn. Fionn in all these stories, <laughs> oh, Fionn McCool, he was a let. Then this big oh, Scottish cunt showed up and he was like the fucking. It was, Wait, if you were, Fionn it was McCool's like the mountain. name is Finton Corley. They just. Frank Corley. Honestly, it was the most bizarre thing I ever watched. And then I was like listening to the commentary on the Yoke of the Day. He's like, the last time Galway uh, fucking Waterford won the All Ireland, Michael Collins threw the slithered in at half time. I mean, no potatoes. <laughs> the famine ships had only left the port. <laughs> fucking the, um, did you, you didn't see in the build up because, like, uh, for people who are who who aren't Irish or live in Ireland, um, they do up for the game. It's a it's a TV show. Oh no! Please, please, please. <laughs> I'll go home if we're going to start talking about GAA. <laughs> Fuck off. It's shite. No, the whole is good. What it's not. It's all bollocks. One of the features. They're a fucking wait, wait, wait. horrible organisation that I hope born Steve to the fucking Steve ground. Steve, one, one, one of, the, one of the, the, the features on Up For The Game were these two lads who had been, been in Crow Park for the last All-Ireland right? and, 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 and travelled there by donkey. And See, what, pair of one. cunts. <laughs> right. Pair of absolute cunts. So the whole feature was. They, they, they talked to down on And I remember it was Tommy O'Hallowell. And he was hearing them. Oh, God, I got And you remember how we had the sandwiches on the way to Dublin with the donkey, right? Cunts took them probably four days on their donkeys and everything. Come here. Did just get the fucking bus. They replicated the journey. The two boys set off from Waterford last Wednesday to come up to the All Ireland on the donkey again. That <laughs> was a different donkey, obviously, because the donkey's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, two of them setting off, and that was the whole article. It was, it was fantastic television. Would yeah, I do great. think. Well, I do think we are light and sent that back though. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been brilliant if they came around the corner at the, at the big tree on their two donkeys, and an Arctic just milled them <laughs> Absolutely creased the two boys. Boom. Yeah. Season ahead. So, Andy, you reckon we're going to cruise into the top four of the season ahead? Because the re- other other teams are, are more shit than, uh, and we're much better than we are. Yeah, I think. Um, go on. Sorry, is stop jumping in. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I'll I'll fucking just... jump, Jimmy. There. Just now, if you're getting a scrap, I'll jump in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like uh, in most positions, there's there's players you can rotate. Okay, there's less time to prepare for the games of the weekend, but there's six teams. Six teams we talk were fighting for fourth. Lad, fuck off, stable. The energy for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be an outro and I kick a ball against a crossbar. All day. <laughs> a four hours. His leg is hanging off, oh, and he hasn't oh, hit it once. Come on. Press a play on the, on the video again. <laughs> Record. Hamstring. He ran through his battery for Okay, this is this is me first thing. <laughs> this, this is me first attempt. <laughs> I've been balls behind the crossbar. Don't want their balls behind the crossbar. They're just. I'm going to try all my other attempts from the other side of the goal. Uh, so <laughs> this is the first goal from this side. Okay, take, take one. Action. <laughs> <laughs> Legs wobbling up to the ball. I can't kick another ball. I can't believe Jamie went down to a goal today with the young. That was February. Oh, no, that was fucking February. months ago. I don't that. And the cunt didn't hit that first time. It, okay, first time. Yeah, yeah. sure it was, pal. Right, we're Andy. <laughs> Fucking bad meth. He's a bad meth, him. <laughs> Andy, why are we going to win the league? Um, I think we are going to win the league. <laughs> because reasons. We're going to definitely win the league. Reasons. <laughs> 
chances were we're not going to win the league. Uh, we <laughs> probably aren't strong enough just yet. To no. I don't know. We don't have enough centre backks. Our goalkeepers, manure. Yeah, it could be down to no, like. Why, why, listen, we could win the league. We if I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's too hard to call because United have started really strongly, but they're not going to continue that. They're going to have a wobble. Everybody's going to have a wobble. They Chelsea play, had theirs they early. Three shy teams. Yeah, they're true. True. Chelsea had their wobble early enough in the season. Um, and even at that, it wasn't really a wobble. Didn't they win their first three games and then have a wobble? And then didn't win for three games or something like that. Oh, well, they yeah. lost their first game. Did they? Because I saw somebody saying the other day that Chelsea won their first three Swansea or beat four. Them. And I was thinking to myself, they played Liverpool fairly soon mm. in the season. Like it was early September, yeah. I think, that they played Liverpool and Henderson scored that goal. Mm. So yeah, so maybe I was just believing somebody else's shite. Sure, City so won that first 10 last year. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah which was insane. Tour, I think, so. Well, anyway, do you, think, do you think we can win the league? I think we always have a chance of winning the league because there's not one team that stands out. Like at the start of last season, you know, I, I backed Chelsea as an outsider rather than mm. I just backed them because they were decent value, not because I actually thought they'd win the league. I backed them in Newcastle. And this year it's the same sort of thing. You're looking at it going, okay, so Chelsea, I think, went in as favourites, didn't they? Um, and you're looking at City. It could be anyone. It really yeah. could be anyone in that six. Shani? No, I don't think we win the league. But I think we'll be more than one point ahead of fifth this year. Right. I'll so tell you I think what, we'd be closer to we'd be closer to second than we were at the fifth. Next. I'll tell you that's why a, I don't think a, we can win the league, and I think that'd be seen as progress. To be honest with you, I think we won't win the league because I genuinely believe we get out of the group stages of the Champions League. We had a, we had we had a very very good season last year. When you look at our points total for the end of the season, right? Andy's yeah. Andy's Andy's show, and it's, it's one I'd, I'd agree with as well. Two points per game gets you Champions yeah. League nearly every single mm. year, right? And that's seventy six points over the course of the season. It's very hard to get more than two points a game over the course of a season. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it's very, like, very look, difficult how many teams, on average. Yeah, 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 absolutely. How many teams generally end up with more than 80 points? The ones who end up with more than 80 points are either first and second. Yeah, are we seven points from... Possibly? From the first three. Considering yeah. we took yeah. two, basically, we took two months off last season as well and still managed to scrape yeah. forward to tell you how good our start was. Yeah. Like, and if it wasn't for, like, a Chelsea record-breaking <laughs> run, we would have had a record-breaking run as well. So we've, 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 the way you're looking at it is we've 35 games left and 23 wins brings us Champions League football yeah. again more than likely mm. so that leaves you 12 games to fuck up in and another thing as well and, and if it's a draw then that's adding to the total yeah. when we qualified for the Champions League in the group stage I think I picked up on that club set he says how does Champions League football help you sign players he goes it helps you sign players if you're doing it consistently yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to be doing it year on year thing. and yeah. that's how Arsenal signed that's yeah. how Arsenal were able to sign uh, play, Sanchez, like, uh, well even this season they were able to sign Lacazette even though he went out and said I want to play Champions League football because players okay things have gone tits up for them since then but what I'm saying is you're looking at someone like Arsenal if Juve fail to qualify for Europe this they're season not gonna struggle. they're not going to struggle next summer because people will say it's a blip yeah. we're not the blip the blip for us is qualifying yeah. not, not qualifying 20, you know, 28 wins wins the league yeah from here 30 wins gets you 90 points yeah, that's what you want to look at. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to look at winning the league, that's what I'm talking about. We well, need to win 28 games from here. From our remaining 36 games, we have to win 28 games. I think, I think we lose less than five games. What this would season. be class success for me is if, if it's April and we can turn around and we say <laughs> we're still in a running for the league and we're not fighting for top four. Where is well, yeah, that that because is a, that is a, well, I suppose yeah, that does. It's kind of the, the little gay cliche reads for the fucking. 
stars landing or whatever. No, no, we'll be closer. If, you, if, you if, we're, if we're looking to win a, win a league in April, more or less, we'd be... Remember when 13 and 14, we were on the run, we beat Norwich, remember? Yeah. And then it was like, uh, you secure Champions League football, that's the objective. But nobody gave the bollocks. Everyone was like, no, we want to we wanna go on and Down win the, the league. Slip. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, absolutely. I think, I think, yeah. Down at the slip. I think from that point of view, I think we, we probably draw less games than last season as well. I think that's where... The likes of a Salah and a, a Mane. fit Mane for the season, yeah. and for me, no, yet again, that's growing another into thing. That, no, growing Af- into that no role. Afcon this year as yeah. well. Like. Absolutely. Well, we'd be fucked if there was because we'd be losing both. If we can, um, if we can keep, if Coutinho comes back in and he's he's prepared to play and give it a hundred percent, if we can keep him, if we can keep, him for the <laughs> if we can keep Coutinho, yes. <laughs> okay, Colin, fucking. I'm not talking for the rest of this pod. Here's Coutinho. Philip Coutinho. Look at my now cell pack. No one has to. It's coming straight for me. Exterminate. Philip Coutinho. Go on, Andy. What were you saying? Forget now. Keep love for the season. Before you like a Bond villain. Yeah. No, like with, with that, we we have really got a good squad now. Do you know what's actually as as much as people bang on? More important to us than anything else is if we can get keep Lovren and Matip fit in in the in the game for a, lo- a long run of games. Yeah. Well, Lovren and Matip were in proven. the game for la- last year. Every time they played together, they conceded less than a goal. Exactly. Yeah. If, if so Lovren and Matip play thirty two league games. We we'll get, we'll get our 28 wins from here. I, I agree. Uh, and oh, you know what the funny thing is, though? I think Clavin has the best uh, win, success, win, win, win rate out of all three. Yeah. So we, we do shit ourselves over Clavin coming in, and I can understand that for certain games. I think what we maybe need to do is be sensible where we use them. I think, the, I think the whole table um, about how bad the defense. their defence is is well over, well over exaggerated. When Lovren and Dave... And uh, Matt to played together, they, they hardly lost a game. So we've seven clean saying. sheets in our last nine Premier League games, and that's not bad for the team who was a rugby defence. Yeah, when you look at it that way, you know. I yeah. think they, I think they were only beaten. And that's not I really. Think they were ben- only, as a that, partnership, they were only beaten once or twice. That's not bending stats to be make it like that's just. Well, fucking, that's just like they fucking played games together and they they didn't lose. They have a partnership. There's like they do have a partnership. We talk about all the shit. Of course, they're upgradable because they're not the best defenders in Europe. Mm. So, you, I don't want to see either of them taken out of the squad, really, mm. unless we have four better players than them, which isn't likely to happen. Yeah. So, I'm fine with them being there. The likes of Van Dijk coming in, maybe somebody else coming in, and and that being our four, and then you're not worried about who comes into the team at any one point. So now we were talking about the squad earlier on the pod. We're top heavy now, and I've absolutely no problem with that. Yeah, because if we do happen to collapse in in January, we'll have requisite cover there to make sure that we're still actually able to play the type of football that we want, Top which we couldn't what last year. Mean in the, in the attacking position, position. yeah. Because like last year when we, lo- we when we lost Mane last year, like that yeah. was literally all our pace and goal gone out of sight. Whereas if Mane drops out this courage. year, we've salad it, and then even we. Chamberlain, Chamberlain, although he hasn't got yeah. the end product, he still gives you that outlet of pace. Okay, you still put like you want, you, especially with teams sitting back. If you get a chance, you want to put them, you want to make them be running back. Exactly. But there's nothing to heels. say that there's nothing to say that we can't 
help Chamberlain to oh, get that 100%. end product as well. I, Klopp's a better coach than Wenger. Well, he's a better coach than Wenger now. I heard a lot of people, even the lads on the on the Fatback Four last night, talking about how Wenger, it's a myth that he coaches youth. A it's not a it's, it's not, not a myth, myth, but a lot just, of players have regressed. He hasn't done it in a while. So he's a coach that Ten has years. gone stale. He's 23 years at that Ten club. Years. Name another manager that lasted 23 years. Apart from Ferguson, I can't think of anybody else who managed to keep the, himself... The way, I see it with, the way I see it with Chamberlain is he's, we're taking him out of a, a toxic environment there. To be honest, because like, mm. at the end of last year, Dynamo Kiev manager. Do you remember the fellow the body fell in, in a Ukraine? Yeah, but we're well, taking that's him the league you play in, yeah. Yeah, but but that's my point is that you were the very person that belittled Brendan Rodgers' achievements when he went unbeaten last season I because you said it was a shite league. No, I didn't believe. I said, I said, I said I, it was I, a shite league, my, and the my, Ukrainian league is shite as well. So my yeah, actual statement was saying that about it doesn't matter what the league is, is to go unbeaten in any league is, a, is an incredible achievement. I think that was my statement, and you said no, that was we've taken. We've taken, shit <laughs> we've taken Chamberlain out of a toxic environment that you is. You said Tyler Chamberlain, that was yeah. at the very start of the fucking yeah, pod. Because you started talking joy. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I hate him. You went back into Chamberlain. I don't yeah, care about Chamberlain. Blah, blah, blah. We're Chamberlain. taking him out of last week. Team and he, like, he's a rock up his home now and he's going to play by Klopp. And Sounds like he played shite tonight. Well, he's not playing by Klopp. Would you grow up to play with Gareth Southgate? I'd rather grow up on a fucking Monday morning than play for that cunt. Yeah, so it just keeps excuses for Chamberlain. I'm not, excuses he hasn't played a game yet. <laughs> excuses for Chamberlain. He did, he played against us last week and he was shy. Uh, you know what, I was actually, I really, really didn't want Chamberlain, as we all know, but I loved his tweet. Yeah, yeah. His tweet was, was magic. The it's, like, it's the one where he says, we beat Arsenal. Did he actually do that? Did say that, you spa? No, he did. I he wrote did. it. Was that... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he said that. No, though, he, he didn't. Did you? One other thing we've talked about the Premier League, but the Champions League. First time being Champions League in ten years, and it's like it's Walking it's, it's great. group, you're out the league group. Don't, you got. don't even mention the last time we were in the Champions League. That was own. a fucking cat's abortion. We got your out league group. Jose Enrique, John Glenson, leaving Coutinho to land on the bench. Scarcely in a must-win game in Anfield. Fuck off. Brad Jones happened. on the bench. That never happened. Never happened. Just Good times. It didn't happen. That was mad, wasn't it? But what, Klopp's record in Europe is, is second to none. Even when he came in and he was in the Europa League, he gets his Europa well, League final. it is. It's second to Ancelotti. <laughs> <laughs> Ancelotti's not in our league. Yeah. But um, all joking aside, are we looking forward to, to, to the Champions League campaign? Should win the group. Outright. I don't, I don't think we have a right to win any group. In, in we should be winning that group. I think we'll come out of the group. Yeah. I think we have the ability to top it. I'd be disappointed if he didn't win. I wouldn't. I don't look at any of the other three squads and think they have a better squad than us. Sevilla have more European experience than us. They proved it in the fucking Europa League final two years ago. They are perennial uh, fucking Europa League winners, and and now that means they go into the Champions League. They qualified outright last year. Didn't it's they? the easiest way to get into the Europa so, League final is to get into the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, get into the Champions League and then go to the Europa League, win the Europa League, get back into the Champions League. Yeah. What, what do we have to do to finish toward here? <laughs> um, so I think we've enough to get out of that group. Uh, we should have enough to get. Out. It's a failure if we don't get out of the group yeah. with the squad of players we have. No. I don't think, and if we do go out of the group, um, I don't think any teams would be massively. There's only a couple of teams in Europe who, who don't fear anyone. Yeah. You very am Real. Yeah. And, and probably I'd, I'd say even Boyan. I'd say Boyan. I think Boyan can be got. I have to say I'd say Paris Saint Germain don't fear anyone anymore. 
they have they have this they're big, wrong big not time because they never get to the final. No, but, but, but they no, get the quarterfinals and semi-finals. Yeah. They have big time. They have a big time mentality in that team now, and mm. that, they, that, they that, have the same sort of mentality that our top end Rafa teams had. Yeah, which was every year you go in, you go, I don't give a fuck who we get. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. We'll come up against. We're as big as them. Yeah, we're as big as them. And to be fair, and they're right to be fair, I think Klopp imbues that mentality into his teams in Europe as well. We went up. We got. We had. We had a hard run. That, that run to the Europa League when we played Villarreal. We played Borussia Dortmund. You know, like they were big teams to play against at the time. And we played a Dortmund team that was flying under Tuchel. This was yeah. before all the, the trouble started the happening in the camp that, with, with him. And we went and we got through all those legs. And I think that the, our team definitely relishes the big toys. Yeah. Like you could see it against Arsenal. They're, 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 I'm Half sure. Annoying. Yeah, that yeah. twenty they're, minutes. They're did going he, to, did Tuchel well, take I, over I, anywhere? No. Well, He's, Tuchel is still um, waiting for the Arsenal job. Yeah, I reckon he'll go to Chelsea. Him. I reckon he'll go to Chelsea quicker. Yeah, he's but he's he is renowned now as being a difficult man to work yeah. with. When he, left, when, he left, when he left Mainz, the Mainz um, sporting director said, well, I'd, be, I'd be amazed if he la- lasts more than two seasons at Dortmund. Yeah, well, how the fuck is he going to last with that board down at Arsenal? But I'm just because saying, he lasts at Arsenal because as much they, they don't interfere the way Chelsea do. No. Like Chelsea, like look at that yeah. Mourinho gone after winning the league. You know, Tuchel, Conte on the verge of walking out. And Tuchel wanted more control than Zork was prepared to give him in terms of transfer. He doesn't have a director of football at Arsenal. And everything like that. So he could potentially walk into Arsenal and, and get what he wants. Get what he wants. All of them, Jamie, man, just that young thing that deadly, but they're all a little wankers. David, David, David Wagner is the He's best. All right. how, many Wagner point, how many points get you out of a Champions League group? 12. It's, it's 11, isn't it? It's three, way, three home 10, wins. I think draw. 10 takes you out of that group. Yeah, 10, mm. 10 takes you out of the group. So the fixtures haven't felt uh, too bad for us. No. When you consider home, uh, the first games are home against Seville. So yeah, so you take three points. It's very important to take three points there because they're your main rivals. Yeah, they've the they got to beat them then at home and go, try and get a draw they have to go away. to Moscow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so that's the, out that out of the way as well then. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, You're getting yeah, that out yeah. of the way early. Who, so who's got the other team? Uh, the, the great thing yeah. is they play Marlborough twice Marlboro in a row. In the middle. They That'd play two Marlborough matches. So that three, should be your six three. points. We so could have ten points at the end of that. Yeah, before, that, that'd we, be enough. You could beat Seville. Before we have to go to Seville. Yeah, you could beat Seville. You could draw with, with Moscow mm. away and take your six points. I know you're getting ahead of yourself, points but take your six points off Marlborough. There's your ten. Basically, you're looking at going to... You're looking at going to Seville with the idea of being able to win the group. Yeah, no, you're, you're going to Seville last game, aren't you? No, I think no. Uh, Moscow at home. Moscow would it not be if Seville is first? Would they not be last? As well? No, no they changed, changed the format it. around. Oh, oh right, I didn't know. It's, Sorry, like, no, no. it's like they're bleeding stupid penos now. Fucking right, balabalik. Okay. Well, no, they had to make sure that the, all the Russian fans were coming really to England on the same day. So all, when we go to Russia. You know they're playing Moscow on the day before, before us, or the day after us, right? So Moscow are playing CSKA and, and we're playing Spartak on, on, on the same match day. Is that to set? Is that to spread out? The That's just to cause carnage in the world. I don't know. Is, is, is it then, actually smarter then, to do it that way so that you can't? Because you can imagine. Well, he may as well knock the bollocks out of all in the one. No, what I'm one saying week. is, what I'm saying is, you dilute, you dilute the hooliganism. So if you've got, um, this is no, I'm not being, well, I am being stereotypical about Russian Called hooligans. Synergy, I think. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, you're looking at a lot of Russian fans seeing a group of English arriving. So whether they're fucking CSK and Moscow fans or whether they're whatever fans, Zenit St. Petersburg, they might just fancy coming down and bashing a few fucking Brits. Well, if we win our first three games and then I reckon that's when North Korea starts setting off nukes. <laughs> so we, we might just yeah. go straight The day to. before we win the league, North Korea just drop a load. That'd be Liverpool we, all over. I'd insist the game was played. I don't care. 
game that bomb's gone on. I insist the game is played, right? Yeah, if you have to play the game in fucking North Korea, yeah, play, we, we play it. Listen, Kim, if you're listening, no fucking bombs until after we've picked up the trophy, right? We've waited 27 years for it, okay? They'd seriously want to fuck off about messing. Fuck off with that. How far? Uh, so, do we win the Champions League? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> How far can we go? Yeah. Like, I think group, uh, out of the group stages, and after that, it's a lottery. You know, if we get fucking. If we get to the quarters, I think it's a very good achievement. Absolutely, yeah. it is. If we got a reasonable draw in the second round, then you're looking at into the quarters then, and you're saying, it doesn't matter then. You're yeah. saying at the point of yeah. getting to the quarters, you're sort of saying, listen, it doesn't matter what happens from here. We're along for the ride. No, that's that's your part. Of course, it, no. So when I say it doesn't matter, what I mean is it can't be viewed <laughs> as any sort of failure once you get yeah. there. Looking back or looking forward. But looking in, in back. Midst, if they get to the quarterfinal, the, the you'll want them the to win. Day, Over it? my shoulder. Yeah. So if you're in the mix with probably the last eight teams, the best eight teams in Europe, that, that's, that's you're probably saying to yourself, You're saying to yourself, that's a massive leap from where we were. Exactly. Yeah. And, it's, and what that does is, that's when you start to attract players. Players look and go, well, they got to the quarters last year mm. and they're back in it again this year. We can go. This is, maybe we take the next step again. Yeah. With, with Barcelona, like, Napping like it was a, not like for United when they were dominating, it was mm. an awful time to be doing that because Barca were flying in Europe. Yeah, yeah, they probably so had to play the best Barca team ever. It's probably a good time to get back into the Champions League where there's no real guarantees. Like, it's it is a toss up between this Real team, a very good Real time, are brilliant. Um, there's three teams that you're kind of worried about. I still think PSG have with all their great players, they still have the ability to be soft bellied and, and be bashed. turned over be yeah. bashed by somebody yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean and it wouldn't surprise me that Liverpool could be the sort of team that go out and could be 3-0 20 up on minutes got, yeah, yeah. 20, three, and, and they don't strike me maybe I'm being unfair to them they mm. don't strike me as the sort of team that when they're 3-0 down do you know what I think goes against PSG as well um, when that's, although they did that when, against Barca when they? that stage of the Champions League is like the quarters and the semis then they normally have the league wrapped up yeah. so I think uh, mm. That that kind of going into them intense games from just trotting along in the league, like it's not. That's the killer with Monaco having weakened so much. Yeah, you know Monaco were actually putting it up to them in the league where they didn't get an easy run of it last season. Okay, yeah. um, look, I, 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 so we reckon out of group stages and then wherever we land, whatever type of draw we get in the second round, determines more or less whether we make the quarters. Yeah, because you, there'll be surprises in other groups, yeah. and if that team you didn't expect to get out of the group gets out and you happen to get them or whatever, yeah, it's all it in the look of the fucking. Like draw, there's a couple of teams. Juve and Dortmund are the same group and all. Yeah, like, like there's, know, so there's, there's a couple of groups. Come on, first or second. Doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. You, matter. you could get a, you could get a horrific Real team. Real are in a, a group with another. With Dortmund some, and Spurs. Is it Dortmund and Spurs? Yeah. I love the fact that Spurs were saying this is a great group. Who's Juve? <laughs> Juve and a, they're in a Bayern, group as well. Bayern, Bayern yeah, yeah. Celtic, and Napoli are some mad really? fucking. Okay, I fancy us to do well. No, I'm, that's grand because you reckon we're going to win it. I have yeah. at the very start of that yeah. discussion thing. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about. The, I'm not, not going to talk about the city, city game because we leave that up to the lads on on, on tour to talk yeah. about it, right? Um, so and I'll actually, just, I'll, if I'll, anyone can uh, get me tickets for that city, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, right. if there's any tickets, the, going. Um, right. So just just to wrap up the pod tonight, um, nice one, Phil. I can't have me plug. Couple of trippers <laughs> chats. Yeah, I know. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, the first one is very topical. Um, Jay Reed asks uh, if we can walk if we can walk out to a team music for the war games. What will it be, Andy? What are you walking out to? Into 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 where skill zone? What song is blaring across the radio as you walk in to face the force challenge? 
Stone Roses, this is the one. Oh, that's nice. My World Games. That's yeah. a belter. That's what you're walking into. Yeah. Are you going to have like I've a... been waiting for this for 55 years. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest tripper in the book. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the one. Uh, I'm going to smash years up. Yeah. Yeah. Steve? I'm going to walk out to Sexy Boy, Shawn Michaels, WWF Music. Oh, nice. Nice. Probably... And that's Sam man, Metallica. Yeah, yeah, Sean, you weren't in the war games. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, mate. It's for all the oh, oh, it's, it's for old dudes. Old for the yeah. smoke is on. It's for all my 25s. It's all my 25s. You know your church is late. Yeah. <laughs> 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm lucky there. Where are you going for, Phil? I'm going to come out to my lovely horse. My lovely horse. Yeah. Fair enough. What about Dominic the Donkey? That, that would be the Christmas one. <laughs> yeah. that, somebody did mention it to me today. Would we not... Have um, sort of heats for the World Games amongst the whole Trippers crew, and then have a final joint World Games where we do four men per heat, and um, then we can we can determine once and for all who is the greatest Tripper at World Games. Not a bad shout. Well, uh, I don't really like the idea of people interfering with my World Games. <laughs> <laughs> so keep is this the World Games or the fucking Hunger Games? Uh, I suggest they keep their fucking thoughts to themselves. <laughs> keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get your own World Games, off you go. But they can't be the called the World Games because that's already World been taken. Games. And you're like, the, you you're like the last boss in a fighting game. Like yeah. if it's not all gear to work. And he's like on, your man in the fucking Sean, hunger games. Go on. If we let you come into the war games, what would you walk out to? I'd tell you to shovel up your bollocks. <laughs> 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 yeah, stick up war games with your whole. Right, what song are you singing on karaoke on a night out? Ali Thompson, our best friend asks. I know, dude. Everything, everything she wants, wham. Yeah. Hmm? Great show. That was, the, that was the song that you were conceived to. Um, no, it wasn't because that was out in the 18s, 1880s and the I was the 1880s. And uh, me and Manda never had a radio. So. <laughs> had the yeah. radio. That yeah, wasn't the song because I was conceived in a power strike. <laughs> <laughs> but they had the only reason my dad got the jockey. <laughs> Andy, Forever in Blue Jeans. Neil Diamond, is it? Mm. Neil Diamond? Yeah. Do you want to give us a bar with that? No. Are <laughs> you <laughs> singing it up in front of a load of people, but not to a mic? Drunk. <laughs> oh, Steve-o. Steve-o. Um, Come into the microphone, Steve. What? Michael with Wicked Games by Chris Isaac. Oh. Fuck off, can you sing that? Go on for it. Don't doubt me. Give me a bar. What a blatant song. And he's going to be the weird guitar. No. Do you see a man Chris Isaac? I can't look at him for, for too long. <laughs> I, can play, I can play it on the guitar and sing it. Why don't you sing Need it Because I don't want to. Why, Why? didn't you sing fucking... Because you know you, what? Good, karaoke, singer. good singers don't do karaoke because you turn around and say, fuck that karaoke. Well, too good for this. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not. I'm, I'm a man of the people. I give them what do they want. Song. Do the song. <laughs> no. Why? Because I don't want to. <laughs> That's not really. Tell you what I'll do. When I win the World Games, <laughs> when I win the so World when Games, when something that camera, never happens. On camera, I'll do a karaoke version of Wicked Game. So you're that confident you won't win the World Games, there'll be no song. No, I'm that confident I'll actually bring my guitar to Skills on. How about if you don't win the World Games, you do it? Okay. about that? As a forfeit. <laughs> okay. Are you, saying, are you saying we need to bring forfeits in for losing the World Games? If I'm doing a forfeit, everybody else has to have one already pre-agreed. Okay. Like, you've already lost the cross. No, fuck off eating a mushroom. No, that's no, that's the worst thing we could ever do. Mushroom. <laughs> I'll cook you a pan of mushrooms and you have to eat the whole pan of them. No. 
You have to. I'll eat one mushroom. No, you're not. You'll eat the hallucinogenic mushrooms. No. <laughs> what sort of mushrooms? I'm going with about? Elton John's Crocodile Rock. You're going to sing that first. What? You're going to sing that first. I, I don't even need alcohol to sing that song. Go for it. Well, actually, I've sang loads of songs on this fucking podcast, know, so yeah. it's, it's not going to make a blind bit of difference whether I sing it or not. Let's sing this one. What? The Crocodile Rock one? Yeah. I'll do it at the start of the podcast. <laughs> Are you going to start it? Yeah. Okay. Right. What's the first line? I know the first line. Do you know the first yeah, line? Yeah, yeah. Never even heard of it. I, I've, I've, sang, you know? I've sang a tr- drunk at weddings. We? Yeah. I remember when we were young. Me and Susie had so much fun Holding hands and skimming stones Had an old gold Chevy and a place of my own But the biggest kick I ever got Was doing a thing called a crocodile rock When the other kids were rocking round the clock We were hopping and bopping to the crocodile rock a wheel Crock rocking is something shocking When your feet just can't keep still I never knew me a better time, and I guess I never will. Whoa, a lot of mama those Friday oh. nights when Susie wore Just those dresses tight to wear. Crack, crack, come on. He's a talented young man. Take his walls and stop him. The clop of the rock. <laughs> the clop of the rock. Any more of those stripper chats? No, leave it at that. All okay. right. All right. Phil, it's about halfway. Right, thanks for listening. Um, this is the outro. Big thanks to Shawnee, to Andy and Steve for coming in. Uh, big thanks as ever to Skillzone for sponsoring the Monday Club. Um, as we say, get down over there. A great bit of crack. Get a group of lads over. Get a group of girls over. It's something to do at the weekend or just for a day out or a night out or whatever you want. The big thanks as ever to the lads for coming in tonight. And the Astro Park for letting us do it here. Uh, we'll talk again this next week. Sorry about the eight-minute outro. While we sort out the world games. Goodbye. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.